Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I have a special message from Master Momo. Hey there everyone, Momo here. Just wanted to give a big shout out to the Princess Protector of Kalamazoo, Michigan, Esther Joy. Esther Joy turns five years old right about now and she's probably the best princess ninja spy the state of Michigan has ever seen. Thanks for keeping things together up there in Michigan, Esther Joy, and happy birthday. Thanks for that shout-out, Momo, and happy birthday, Esther Joy. Campbell and Jessica from New Zealand start each day with a little shrink potion, and then they spend the day riding all around on their pet kiwi. Thanks for listening, Campbell and Jessica. Alex and Samira from Encinitas, California listen to the podcast. They like to play it in the background when they're training their dolphins at the famous Dropkick Dolphins martial arts dojo that they operate. Great job training those ninja dolphins, you two. Thanks for listening, Alex and Samira. A listener named Iona must have a magic paintbrush because she is a prolific artist. She has created so many amazing drawings for the podcast, and you must check them out. Thank you so much for sharing your art, Iona. You're amazing. Seven-year-old Evelyn is an artist ninja princess protecting the citizens of Philadelphia from the evil Squirrel King and his minions. You may think squirrels are just harmless little animals collecting nuts and chittering in the trees, but they're out to get you. Thanks for keeping us safe, Evelyn, and thanks for that awesome drawing. If you'd like more information about shoutouts, you can go to kidstoriespodcast.com and click on the tab that says Shoutouts. Now on to the show. Last time on Returning Pirate's Booty, Tatiana, Tim, and Ray returned some dark bulbs to the town of Brighton, where they got into a scuffle with Johnny Ringo, and ended up returning the dark bulbs to the care of the citizens where they belong. Now they were off again, sailing the high seas to continue their mission of returning all the things the Red Pirates stole. What's next on the list? Asked Captain Tatiana as the town of Brighton faded behind them into a tiny speck in the distance. Well, Captain, this one looks pretty strange, said Tim, examining some papers on a clipboard. Let's go down below and check it out. The three ninja sailors went down below to the hold of the ship where all the stolen goods were stored. Dapple the donkey followed them down. Tim led them to a large wooden crate filled with holes. 
He lifted the top, and everyone peered inside at what looked like one giant, thick, multicolored blanket. But then the blanket moved, and it was quickly apparent that it was not one big blanket, but hundreds of little animals. Guinea pigs, said Tim, reading from his list. Why would anyone steal guinea pigs? Tatiana thought out loud. Well, they can't be worth that much, and you have to feed them and take care of them. Well, it says here they glow in the dark, said Tim. No way, said Ray. Let's see. Ray ran to the doorway and flipped off the light and closed the door. Sure enough, the entire crate of guinea pigs began to glow brightly. They got so bright the ninjas had to look away. Ray opened the door and flipped on the light and the guinea pigs' glowiness faded. Wow, said Tim. Glow in the dark. Guinea pigs, how cool. Weird, said Tatiana. All right, let's get these little piggies somewhere more comfortable. Ray, set up a little guinea pig room so they have more space to run around and and make sure they're fed and everything. Sure thing, Cap, said Ray. And soon the -the glow-in-the-dark guinea pigs had a more accommodating space to live in there on the ship. And and Dapple the donkey became enamored with the little furballs. Each day, Dapple carried their food bucket down to their room. He made sure they were all fed and clean and happy. A few days later, they arrived at a small port town. All right, ninjas, our paperwork says the guinea pigs were stolen from somewhere in this town. Uh, Let's leave Dapple here to look after the glowy pigs and we'll head into town and, and figure this out. And so the ninjas left the ship and walked into town. I'll find the police station, began Tatiana. Tim, you find the mayor of this place and Ray, you start asking around at the coffee shops about... I think we should go to the pet shop, said Ray. And Tatiana and Tim noticed him pointing to a sign on the side of a building. The sign was weathered, had probably been hanging there for a few weeks, and it read, Reward for Stolen Guinea Pigs. See Pet Shop. And there was an arrow on the sign indicating the direction of the pet shop. Oh, well, well, that certainly saves us some time, said Tatiana. And the three of them went in the direction of the sign. A few blocks away was a nice little pet shop with fish tanks and kitty cats in the window. The sign read, Pet Shop. Hello, sounded Tatiana into the pet shop, which seemed to be empty, except for all the animals. In a second, two gentlemen entered from a door near the back. Hello, 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 welcome to the pet shop. I'm Neil, and this is Chris. What can we help you with? said the man. Uh, We noticed a sign there in town near the docks that mentioned some stolen guinea pigs, and we're here to return them, said Tim. At the mention of the guinea pigs, the pet shop owners' faces lit up. Their eyes widened, and Neil said, Amazing! We're so glad you found them. Weeks ago, the Red Pirates stole all of our beloved little piggies, and Chris interrupted and asked, Where did you get them? Where are they now? Where are the Red Pirates? Allow me to explain, said Tatiana. We are ninjas from a faraway island, and we had it out with all those pirates, and there was a big battle, and we ended up with all their stolen booty, and now we're returning all of it. Your glow-in-the-dark guinea pigs are being kept safely in the hold of our ship down at the docks, and we'll take you there now to get them. Neil and Chris appeared obviously relieved, hearing that their little piggies were safe. They gathered some bags and pouches to carry the guinea pigs in, and then began their short walk down to the docks. Wow, said Neil. This is really amazing. We thought we'd never see our little friends again. We've been bummed out for weeks. We really appreciate it. No worries, said Tatiana. 
Glad to do it. When Chris and Neil reached the hold of the ship, the guinea pigs all rushed to cuddle them. Oh, my sweet little furry pigs, said Neil. We missed our little furry babies, said Chris. The ninjas stood by awkwardly as the pet shop owners cuddled their guinea pigs. Finally, they gently placed their guinea pigs in their pouches and bags, and they all began the walk back to the pet shop. The ninjas loaded some bags on Dapple the donkey, and he helped haul some as well. So you guys have a donkey? asked Chris. And he lives on your boat? Is the donkey a ninja too? Nah, answered Tim. That, that would be cool, though. Oh, Tim, we should totally teach Dapple some sweet ninja skills, suggested Ray. Can you teach our guinea pigs some sweet ninja skills? asked Neil. Oh, totally, said Tim. Well, we should definitely do that. Well, why would you want to teach your guinea pigs ninja skills? asked Tatiana. Well... Some of our guinea pigs were captured a while back in these dark caves, and so we created this special hair dye that made guinea pigs' fur glow in the dark, said Neil. That way, continued Chris, we'd be able to use the new glow-in-the-dark guinea pigs to help us rescue the guinea pigs that got captured in the caves. But then the glow-in-the-dark guinea pigs were stolen by the Red Pirates, and we've just been sulking about lately, not knowing what to do next, finished Neil. There was a bit of silence then, as the ninjas considered everything the pet shop owners had just told them. Uh, seriously? said Tim. So, who? Who captured your guinea pigs? I mean, wh what kind of a villain captures guinea pigs? Well, we're not exactly sure, said Neil. We, well, you know, we were scared down there and we were run off by these awful cave spiders. But we swore to return, adds Chris. We swore to return with glow-in-the-dark guinea pigs and more weapons and things and save all of our poor little piggies. And now we can return with glow-in-the-dark ninja guinea pigs, mentioned Neil, and he and Chris high-fived. Tatiana sighed. Uh, listen, first of all, and I hate to say it, but it is much more likely that those cave spiders ate your guinea pigs. Cave spiders don't capture things, they eat them. Second of all, sending more guinea pigs down into a dark cave to save some other guinea pigs will not end well. The pet shop brothers seemed shocked that Tatiana would suggest their guinea pigs were eaten by cave spiders. Tatiana continued, So instead of teaching glow-in-the-dark guinea pigs how to be ninjas, how about me and Tim and Ray go down with you into the caves and put an end to all this? You ninjas would do that? asked Neil. That would be so incredible if you could help us out. Yeah, you guys are the best, said Chris. And so the ninjas helped the pet shop owners prepare for their journey to the nearby caves. They were all packed up in no time and reached the mouth of the cave before dark. Are there any trolls in this cave? asked Tatiana. I, I, I really don't like cave trolls. No, don't think so, said Neil. Just cave spiders and gemstones but most people don't come to try and get the gemstones because of the cave spiders. Okay then, Neil and Chris, you two stay behind us. Tim and Ray, you two take the lead, Tatiana directed. Now, these caves were a lot like all the caves in the valley. Dark, damp, dusty, creepy. Tim, Ray, and Tatiana had been through lots of dangerous caves together, and they weren't too concerned about these. Neil and Chris, however, were pretty scared. They each carried a torch 
which cast flittering light on the cave walls as their hands shook. Well, the last time they were in these caves searching for gemstones, their precious guinea pigs were taken. Chris and Neil remembered how awful the cave spiders looked, their many red eyes glowing in the darkness. The creepy clicking sound their spider legs made on the stone floor of the cave. The hissing sound the spiders made as they gathered up their precious little guinea pigs and skittered away into the darkness. Their memories of this place were grim, and they were very afraid. The only thing pushing them to continue into this dangerous place was the ninjas. They didn't seem to be bothered at all by this cave adventure, and that comforted the pet shop brothers a bit. Soon, they were so far into the cave that the light from the entrance had faded to nothing, and the only light came from Neil and Chris's torches. Tim and Ray worked quickly, following tracks in the dirt of the cave floor, taking turns left and right and delving deeper and deeper into the darkness, all while remembering the turns needed to get them back out when the time came. Finally, Tim lifted his hand, signaling for the rest of the group to stop. They stood in silence for a moment, then they heard it. The unmistakable scratching of spider legs on the stone floor. They heard one cave spider, and then another, and another. There was a group of spiders amassing just around the corner. Tim knew that the longer they waited, the more spiders would gather there. Tim held up one hand with all his fingers spread apart. Then he lowered his thumb. Then he lowered his pinky. Neil and Chris then knew that he was counting down, and when his fist closed and he had counted down to zero, they would attack the spiders and it would be scary and awful. But they clenched their teeth and prepared themselves for a fight. It was the only way to get their little piggies back. Tim lowered his ring finger. Then he lowered his middle finger, and then he lowered his pointer finger. One long second later, he spun around the corner, and the sound of sword clanging rang out through the cave walls. Neil and Chris stood scared for a moment, and then heard one of the ninjas yell, Light! requesting them to bring their torches around the corner so they could see well enough to fight. Neil and Chris rushed around the corner, holding their torches out in front of them, pointing them toward the spiders. The ninjas were working with lightning speed. Tim and Ray ganged up on one spider at a time, overwhelming it with a flurry of slashes from their swords while Tatiana kept the other spiders at bay. The cave tunnel was loud with the crashing and smashing of swords and the angry hissing of giant cave spiders. But soon the caves fell silent again, and the floor was covered in robot parts. The ninjas looked among the mess of cave spider parts, using their swords to scoot things around on the ground. They were all surprised to realize that these were not regular cave spiders. These were robots. Metal legs and sparking wires and small pools of oil littered the floor. Robot cave spiders, said Tatiana. Did you know these cave spiders were robots? She asked Neil and Chris. The two pet shop owners blushed and looked sheepish. Well, w we didn't know for sure. Not exactly, stuttered Neil. Spit it out, yelled Tatiana, angry that she had been misled. Okay, okay, began Chris. Look, look, this isn't just a regular cave. It's, uh, it's the lair of the robot king. A robot king? 
yelled Tatiana, full-on angry. Now, you knew there was a robot king down here somewhere and you didn't tell us I ought to leave you two down here along with your precious guinea pigs, you... Tatiana, said Tim, interrupting her before she literally blew smoke out of her ears. I think you should step aside and maybe count to ten slowly while we figure things out here with Neil and Chris. Tatiana silently agreed and she stepped off into the darkness to breathe deeply and try to calm down. All right, Neil, Chris, you two have made a mistake, began Tim. You withheld important information from us. If we are to continue helping you, then we need the whole story. Don't leave anything out. Got it? We're sorry, began Neil. We, we figured if we told you everything, then you wouldn't want to help us. We're just trying to get our babies back. What happened was, continued Chris, the robot king used to live here. This, this used to be his lair, but no one has seen him for so long. Everyone assumed he moved on or something. So a while back, we decided to come in and hunt around for some gemstones and, and then the spiders came and... Okay, okay, said Tim. What do you know about the robot king? Typical villain type, said Chris. Showed up a few years ago, stealing from banks and building up his robot army. Set up shop here in the caves, and then no one hears from him for months. Hmm, wondered Tim. Okay, you two better apologize to Tatiana right now, and then we'll continue the mission. Chris and Neil apologized, and Tatiana calmed down. The group agreed to continue their journey into the lair of the Robot King in search of the stolen guinea pigs. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. Now, for some quick shout-outs here at the end, Caleb from New Jersey submitted a great drawing of Tatiana in action. Thanks for that drawing, Caleb. You're awesome. Brothers Ethan and Caden from Milbray are big fans of the show and submitted some great drawings. Thanks, you two. You're awesome. Big brother Eamon and little sister Nellie. Love listening to the stories on road trips. Thanks for listening, Eamon and Nellie. You two are awesome. Ayukeen and Tanaki from Fairbanks, Alaska love sharing their artwork and asking questions and listening to the show. You two are awesome. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.